0: Hey, MILSO, welcome to the fourth and final mini brief of mini series Alpha. Today we're going to talk about what I consider to be the most important acronyms in the military world OPSEC, which stands for operational security, and PERSEC, which is personal security. As a side note, if you're listening right now with your service member and they're just shaking their heads furiously and muttering, nope, that's wrong, that's okay. Because military members are trained that PERSEC stands for personnel security, not personal security. And personnel security has to do with security clearances and individuals who are granted different levels of access to classified information. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about personal security, which is what people who are not the military service member are trained that PERSEC stands for. (laughs) So again, Personnel security. If you are in the military, personal, as in, in my personal life, the show Outlander is my guilty pleasure show. That is what we're talking about today. So keep that in mind as we go through the rest of this podcast. So what's the difference between OPSEC and PERSEC? These two acronyms are usually thrown around hand in hand which makes things even more confusing. So let's clear this up right now. Operational security refers to any information that you may be trusted with in regards to your service member's location, maybe their movements when they're out and about, or any arrival or return times. And then Personal security refers to anything that protects you and your personal information, like your home address, your service member's rank, details about your family, etc. So... We're going to dive into both of these today, but the reason why both of these acronyms are so important to remember is because you never know who is listening or trying to gain information about our military, and therefore it's critical that we as Milsos, join our service members to make sure that any knowledge we have doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Now, before I go any further, I want to pause here and say I am not doing this episode on this topic to scare you or make you feel paranoid. My goal is simply to set you up for success and become aware of how you can better protect yourself and by extension our military community because safety is always at the top of my list. So bear with me. We're going to just talk through this stuff together and hopefully I'll keep it as brief as possible because it can get complicated. Okay, so why is OPSEC specifically so important? Again, OPSEC is operational security. Operational security... It protects our troops and it keeps the military on schedule as much as we as Milsos can ensure. (laughs) So if your soldier or your sailor has already been deployed for a year and that time gets pushed back even more because some family member from the same unit leaked a return date, I feel pretty confident that you would be livid that now your service member is not coming home on time and these are things that can be prevented and are 100% within our control so it's important that we are cautious and conscious of what we share and who we share it with now similarly with persec how can You, as a Milso, better protect yourself. In this situation, I like to tell people to just think of the movie Meet the Parents with Ben Stiller and Robert De Niro, and in the movie, De Niro's character Jack is going to be the soon-to-be father-in-law of Greg Falker, who is Ben Stiller, and Before he can propose, Greg is supposed to prove that he's worthy of being in the family circle of trust. Now, you don't have to subject everyone you meet to a lie detector test like they do in the movie, but do take seriously who you choose to trust with your personal information like your addresses and emails and phone numbers and those of your service members when they go overseas or are at schools or something. You want to make sure that you're giving that information to people that are trustworthy. Don't trust social media. Some accounts like Facebook require first and last names for your account. I highly recommend that you do not use the last name of your military member on your profile. I know for some people changing your last name is something that's really exciting and even may fill you with pride to officially be associated with your person but try to save that for your ID cards and passports and leave your social media accounts out of it just because it makes it that much easier for people who have ill intentions to misuse that information. Again, Facebook groups also are kind of the same way. They are not secure regardless of who the admin and moderators are. No offense to you, but even if it says it's a military member-only group, viewing a profile and answering a couple questions before you enter a group does not prove that a person is real in that profile. Again, I'm not saying this to scare you or intimidate you or steer you away from joining these groups, but rather just to be conservative when you're sharing personal information anywhere on social media, um, including those groups. So Another way that you can protect yourself when it comes to personal security is with your car. A lot of people don't recognize that when you put bumper stickers on your car, whether it's talking about where you are an alumni to or uh, that your kid is an honor student at a certain school, there are so many things that you can stick on your car that will tell a predator more about you without you even saying anything. All they have to do is drive up and read your stickers. For example, if you're driving around right now with a baby on board sticker, think about how a bad guy could read that and think, oh, they're probably going to be distracted with their kid when they get to wherever they're going. So that'll make them an easier target. So try to be mindful of what you're sharing, not only on social media or with people in person, but even on your car. Again, this is just to help protect yourself and to keep your family safe and make sure that you're thinking through and being smart and aware of whatever information you may be sharing with the world. Now, let's talk about what you can share and what you can talk freely about. Anything that has officially been released to the media by the army or the navy or whatever branch you're in is now public and can be shared with anybody, so... Um, In terms of military movements and OPSEC specifically, those are clear-cut ways that you will know it is okay to share that information that you may already know. Also, sharing images of your new military member is permitted as long as there's no base signs or identifying geographical markers. And it's always best practice to block their name tags if you are going to be posting and sharing them on social media. Again, that's just to be overly cautious and protective of them. You can also feel free to talk about school or training that's not mission-specific while your military member is attending a follow-on school like an A school or in the Army, they call it AIT, which stands for Advanced Individual Training etc those are permitted when it comes to mailing things there's a couple best practices to keep in mind in terms of what is and isn't allowed to be sent through the mail you should probably steer away from sending anything regarding your financial information like your account numbers or especially social security numbers anything that has to do with future deployment addresses or locations should probably not be sent through the mail And then this one to me is kind of obvious, but don't send weapons (laughs) through the mail or drugs or anything like that. But just know that writing letters and postcards, especially to your new recruit, is not a violation of OPSEC or PERSEC. Sending letters through USPS with your recruit's address and your return address on the letters is totally normal and doesn't violate any kind of OPSEC or PERSEC. Mail that sent to... Your recruit's training facility or a school, both electronically and handwritten, is not a violation. So rest easy knowing that. And the last thing that I want to say about OPSEC and PERSEC is that, in my mind, this is an especially empowering topic. Because when you think about all things military, there's not a lot that is in your control. But OPSEC and PERSEC, specifically, are 100% within your ability to protect. And with OPSEC, I know exactly what I'm allowed and not allowed to talk about. And you can always ask your soldier or your service member what exactly they believe is something that you can share and talk about. But when in doubt, it is always a safe option to simply keep it to yourself. I hope that this podcast not only clarified more about what OPSEC and PERSEC are, but also made you feel more confident and hopefully responsible (laughs) about keeping confidential information close to the vest and protecting anything that we know thanks for listening to the brave new milso podcast i am genuinely grateful for you and am hoping you could do me a quick favor would you be willing to follow or subscribe to this podcast Or if you're feeling like spreading a little extra magic today, maybe leave me a rating or a review. All of these things help podcasters out so much. I cannot wait to learn more with you in the next episode. Thanks again for listening to the Brave New Milso podcast.